Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Animals. I'm Caitlin Holling, and I'm the Community Outreach and Development Coordinator at the Flagley Humane Society. And I'm joined by my lovely new co-host, Tom Carroll. Hi, Caitlin. Good to be here. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Good to be here. Happy Saturday to all our listeners. To begin our show today, I wanted to remind everyone about our annual Putt for Paws golf tournament at the private Grand Haven Golf Club on December 4th. It's coming up very soon. Admission includes prizes, continental breakfast, a golf cart, 18 holes on the beautiful private Grand Haven Golf Course, and lunch afterwards. Also, you are supporting the Flagler Humane Society to help care for the homeless pets of Flagler County. You can visit org slash events to purchase your tickets today. And we also are offering sponsored hole signs. So if you or anyone you know would like to sponsor a personalized hole sign on one hole during our 2023 Putt for Paws Golf Tournament, you can include a personal message and or a photo to honor a pet or a loved one or promote your business. It's $75 if you are a new sponsor and you need your sign made, and it's $50 if you have been a previous sponsor and already have your sign. You can sponsor a whole at org slash events as well. And again, our Putt for Paws golf tournament is on Monday, December 4th at the beautiful private Grand Haven Golf Club. Alrighty. So Thanksgiving is almost here. Are you excited? I'm excited, and I did not know about the tournament on the 4th of December, and I certainly hope I can get involved since I spent 53 years managing private country clubs. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely use advice from you, for sure. Most of those those years in Kansas City and in Santa Barbara area. Yes. So, yes, I hope that uh, I'll get a phone call or I can contribute in some way. Did um you vol- did you contact or did Lynn contact you to volunteer for the golf tournament? She hasn't yet, although okay. I think my daughter Julie called in to Lynn and said, Dad's in this business, you know, all his yeah. life. So yeah, I look forward to that. Okay, definitely. We would love to have you there and I would definitely love to help get you your help to prepare for it as yeah. well. <laughs> Be my pleasure. <laughs> so uh, for Thanksgiving, do you have any plans? I do. In fact uh, I'm going to be on Sunday. I'll be in uh, Kansas City for the Monday night game, the Chiefs against uh, Philadelphia, and that's a rematch of the last year's Super Bowl. Oh, awesome. Yeah, wow, I, that'll be a fun game. Yeah, I've been with the Chiefs for 59 years in oh, one wow. way or another. Awesome. A lifelong supporter of them. Yes, from day <laughs> one since the, when they came up from uh, – Texas up to Kansas City uh, back in 1963. Wow. Kind of dates me, I know. (laughs) No worries. So Thanksgiving is almost here, and today we wanted to give you a few little safety tips for a happy and healthy Thanksgiving with your pets. Thanksgiving is a time for gathering with close friends and family, and that typically means your pets too. So for Thanksgiving and pets, they go hand in hand. After all, aren't we thankful for your adopted four-legged friend? and all those kisses and unconditional love in your life. However, with an overabundance of enticing food, busy schedules, and perhaps a lot of unfamiliar guests, pet health and safety risk are abundant during this holiday season. So here are some tips to make sure everyone is happy on Turkey Day. 
Let's start with Thanksgiving is largely about the food. Thank you. You know, I, I of course, we, I believe we have Thanksgiving every year, don't we, if I remember right? We do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I remember way back with uh, my first uh, pets, my, my puppy dogs, and now I'm kind of, thanks to you in part, uh, going back over some of the items that we must, must remember are no good for the, our dogs. And that starts with any dark turkey. Mm-hmm. We can hang around the light breast as long as not uh, been too many spices in the uh, and, of course, the skin of uh, a turkey is a no-no. And we all know about uh, bones. That's, that's, that just can't happen. Yes, definitely. You get stuck in ham and avocados, which are big on Thanksgiving also. And, of course, our salads, we have the walnuts and the raisins and such. No mushrooms, no garlic, onions, and leeks on the menu. No chives and no pies. I know the puppy dogs love pie, <laughs> but keep them out of the reach of our animals. Fruit cakes the same way, along with cookies. And we all, one of the first things we all learned long ago, don't, don't feed the pet chocolate. Of course. And you know something else. When the meal is done and things are gathered, we have a trash bag, <laughs> and let me tell you, those dogs are very aware of the scent, and they follow it, and would they love to paw into a trash bag. Definitely. So let's say with uh, what's, what's good for those puppies besides the white meat without all the seasoning. Sweet potatoes. They love sweet potatoes, and they love um, baked potatoes as long as you mash them up and... Uh, Green beans and peas, as long as they aren't into a sauce, just uh, plain. And they love pumpkin pie, as long as you don't have spice in them. And like I say, uh, the white meat, as long as it doesn't have any spices. Those are some of the things that I found that are pertinent to good health of our favorite friend, the puppy dog. Definitely. Yeah, that's a great point. There's a lot of things during Thanksgiving that you need to look out for. Your dog's diet should remain constant. Many owners will be tempted to share the bounty of the holiday goodies with their dog, but your pet's health should outweigh the temptation. So do your best to help people and guests that are over at your house to not give your um, not sneak your pets a taste of the delicious meal, but common Thanksgiving dishes are full of ingredients that can be toxic to dogs and cats and cause digestive upset. So anything like the fatty scraps like gravy, turkey, chicken skin, ham, oily, greasy side dishes or other rich right. foods right. and dietary indiscretions can lead to severe digestive tract issues. I have found also over the years with a new pet or with any pet that when you have guests coming that are not familiar with your dog, you you must be able to interact with the guests. And so the host or hostess needs to introduce the pet to the individual 
And so the people feel comfortable uh, with the pet in its uh, in surroundings. Also, you should have a safe room for the pet, some area where they are, a, a room that they're familiar with. And uh, you also don't let the dogs wander, especially when people come and go. That door can be open, and the pet is a little bit scared, and so they'd like to get outside and maybe do some wandering around. Yes, cats too. They can sneak out oh, the doors yes, and yes, get outside. Yes, absolutely. Be careful. Then I, I was thinking about uh, holiday time, about trips, taking your pet on a trip, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's you know you start off with short trips, and that's fine. They can they can they can adhere to that. But uh, checking them into an airline uh, is something else. You, you should try to maybe uh, the day before or so is even go to the airline, and they will do this, get a uh, container that they use on the airlines and let your dog sleep overnight in it. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a it's great an idea. idea. And also, if you're traveling overseas or to a different country, you need to make sure you have a health certificate for many areas. Good point, yes. So you need to make sure you're prepared and make sure you have all your documents and records with you and ownership. And also, if you're traveling and even just during the holidays when a lot of people are coming over, it's a great time to make sure you have your a microchip for your animal and their identification is up to date. They have a collar with an identification on it and they're wearing it if the door is open or of course if you're traveling just to make sure if anything happens they can be returned back to you of course you know when i was growing up back in minnesota uh there was no leash laws you just the dog would go out in the morning and roam around all day long and uh, usually he'd come back with uh uh, tail of a rabbit or something, the, the trophy and things like that. It's things that change, and like you say, the microchip, so important, and the documentation is a must if you're going to be traveling overseas or wherever. Definitely. So be aware of that if you want to travel with your furry friends this holiday season. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Well, yes, it's time to get back on the air, and I'm brand new to this in having come just uh, here to uh, Palm Coast just uh, five, six months ago and residing at the beautiful San Sere Assisted Living Home, and so everything's new to me here, and, and one thing I found out about uh, the South, whether when we went up to Savannah for the first time or Charleston or... Uh, it, People are so friendly. Oh. That's why that southern hospitality is just is wonderful. I feel very comfortable here. That's amazing. Oh, I love to hear that. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I, I love that you're kind of co-hosting with it with me now because we do have a huge age difference. You're almost you're in your 80s, and I'm in my 20s. I won't get specific, I'm but that, <laughs> I'm that. I'm not, I'm that old? Well, you have a lot of wisdom. You're very wise. You have a lot of experience I, and a lot, of, a lot I, to bring to the table. <laughs> I've been around the block a few times, I will say that. And I've been, you know, spending 30 years in Kansas City and then 
39 years in Santa Barbara. This is quite a change uh, back there. You know, I'm thinking of the, the home I had back there uh, in Santa Barbara. There was uh, no air conditioning. Never, oh, my goodness. Never used heat. Oh, wow. Never had to close the doors as such. No yeah. mosquitoes? No, no. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no, no. That sounds nice. Chamber, <laughs> Chamber of Commerce won't allow any mosquitoes in that, oh, okay. in, in that <laughs> part of the you know, it's called American Riviera, and it's a, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. But it's beautiful here, too. Beautiful people here that I've met. Definitely. How have you been doing with all the rain here lately? You know, we don't have rain in, in California. We get some rain around December and January, but, you know, there's all the restrictions. And most of the yard. now I must say, most of the yards... Uh, have gravel in them, you know, oh, yes. and cactus and, and, and uh, lots of plants that are drought-resistant. They don't have to worry about getting too much water. Okay. So you're adjusting to all the rain and all the humidity <laughs> here, okay? Well, <laughs> you know, when I arrived here in April, and I, I walk every every morning about three miles. In fact, I walk about 20, 25 miles a week. Wow. And I just got hit with that humidity. It's a lot. I yeah. mean, just, you know, it's one of those situations, yeah. yes. But uh, you adhere to it in this suit. <laughs> but the nice thing, especially since I grew up in Minnesota uh, and I went to college in Arizona, it's just nice to know that uh, when winter comes, I don't have to worry about snow ever. Yes, definitely. Yes, right. <laughs> just need a jacket. You don't need to worry about shoveling snow. <laughs> no snow. In fact, I can't uh, wear all the clothes that I used to wear, all the heavy wools and everything. Yeah, you can storm away here. Yes, right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fun to be here. It's great. It's great to be with, uh, with you and Mark, too. Yes, we're really happy to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about a couple more little Thanksgiving um, precautions and safety tips to look out for this holiday season. So I just wanted to talk about quickly some dangers of fall decorations or even Christmas decorations now that we're coming up to almost Christmas, usually around Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving on the long weekend. People like to put up their Christmas tree and get all the decorations out. So make sure to be aware of your furry friends and keep any glass ornaments or metal hooks on ornaments up high and out of reach of little paws or anything. <laughs> um, be sure that your cat, I would test your Christmas tree without any ornaments if your cat is new to the Christmas tree and hasn't been around for previous years. Make sure they don't try to climb it because <laughs> that could be disastrous. Um, also be careful of tinsel and pine cones. Yes. Anything yes. like that that they could eat, especially for cats. Cats that can be deadly and cause um, blockages and tangle around their intestines. Well said. Well said. Definitely. Um, even with um, fall decorations like pumpkins and decorative corn, they're not necessarily toxic, but ingesting material that isn't food or anything like that can also cause intestinal blockages and can even lead to having needing surgery to get it removed. So we definitely want to be careful. And then another thing during the fall is candles. If we have kitties especially yes. or young yes. dogs, we yes. want to be careful to keep them out of the way, out of the reach up high but even with cats they can get up high so just be very cautious with candles um, and then with floral arrangements is another thing to look out for um, fresh plants can be poisonous to dogs and cats 
Um, a big one is Easter lilies, but we're not during that season for cats. That's very toxic. But some popular fall plants to be aware of this fall season that are toxic to both the dogs and cats are the autumn crocus, chrysanthemums, and acorns from oak trees. Well, so yes. if you do suspect your dog or cat has consumed a poisonous plant or substance, please act fast. Don't waste any time. Please contact your veterinarian or emergency veterinarian clinic, or you can call the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. Very good. We did talk a little bit about making sure your home is secure when you're having guests over. And he, we did mention that you wanted to have like a safe room for your pet if yes. they do seem a little anxious. Yes. So just make sure that's a quiet room that they're already familiar with. You don't want to put them in a room that they're uncomfortable with or haven't been in a lot. Make sure they're in a safe room that they're comfortable in and they have toys and plenty of fresh water and maybe some treats even that are safe for them. And also make sure it's not a place that guests will probably wander into. You don't want them guests to have to walk through it and if they're not comfortable with them. Another thing to be aware of is to keep your pets away from your guests' bags. A lot of um, house guests will come in with purses or handbags or even backpacks. And there's things like gums, candy bar, makeup, human medication that can really put a damper on your holiday plans if your pets happen to get into it and ingest it. Gums have xylitol, which is a synthetic sweetener, which is very fatal to both cats and dogs. And anything like that, we just want to be aware that guests have their bags on hooks or up high so they're not getting into them and also annoying your guests and getting into their belongings. <laughs> exactly. But by practicing these Thanksgiving pet safety tips, both you and your pet can enjoy a safe and happy holiday. And we hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Well said, well programmed, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, we're going to take one quick break and we'll be right back. Alrighty, everyone, and we're back. And I'm going to have Tom talk a little bit about the Thanksgiving holiday with his community members at his assisted living facility. Yes, thank you, Caitlin. I've, I've thought about this. Uh, this is a new experience, not living in a big home in, in California or Kansas City. And I was thinking as the holidays are upon us and Christmas coming down the road, that a lot of these people uh, who are at uh, Sancerre uh, came from over the New York or Connecticut and the Hamptons and beautiful places and then they came out to uh, Florida to be near their family. And then the family, like myself, thought, well, that would be a good idea, maybe go to an assisted living facility. And this is difficult because as I've been talking to the people, they talk about the home they had, the parties they had, and how difficult is the transition from that to where, where they are now. And it's sad but true, so we all kind of are in the same boat, so we talk to each other about the good times, about the children, about the grandchildren, and how the holidays and the gifts that we gave. And, of course, as we talk now, of course, with the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren for some <laughs> of us, it's uh, writing those checks for <laughs> birthdays and for Christmas, which we are tickled to death to do, but... Uh, it's a different. It's a different setting. Uh, it's just uh, we don't have our old neighbors. 
Uh, in fact, we don't send out as many Christmas cards as we used to. We make phone calls or we text. And uh, I, I'm fortunate that I'll be able to head out to uh, San Diego to be with my grandchildren and my daughter and her husband uh, for Thanksgiving. Oh, but, awesome. but I'll come back and we'll all regroup and we'll talk <laughs> about uh, what we did for Thanksgiving. You know, so it's uh, and it's just going to be great. It's great for, and I'm sure, Caitlin, you're going to be with family. Yes, I will be. I'll be here in Palm Coast, but I'll be with family. That's important. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, I wanted to give a big thank you to Tom for joining me this week and for co-hosting with me. Thank you so much for everyone for listening to Speaking of Animals. I hope you all have a great rest of your Saturday, and we'll see you next week. 